You're listening to the Hillary Jean Podcast, the podcast to help you uncover your own unique spiritual gifts. Get ready. We're about to go on your next spiritual adventure. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This episode is all about detecting or growing your own spiritual gifts. So a question I get asked a lot by my clients is, did you know that you always wanted to be a medium? Did I know um, that this gift was always inside of me? Was I always this good at it? And I just wanna offer to everyone that when I'm giving readings now, um, you're really only seeing the version of me that I'm presenting um, as a professional. And I like to think of the imagery of an iceberg. You're seeing the top part of the iceberg, which is visible, which is me being able to connect with guides pretty effortlessly and to share those messages with you. But in order for me to get to a professional part of that, um, there's a lot that happened underneath the surface. Um, There was a lot of trial and error exploring my gifts. There was a lot of... um, fear and shadow work and facing and uncovering all these different parts of myself so that eventually it could lead to me being a professional at this. And so as you go on your own spiritual journey and you're detecting what your spiritual gifts are, not that the end game ever has to be becoming a professional medium, but what I think it can do is enhance parts of your life that um, I think it can just enhance who you are and I don't know, it can, it, it's like finding a piece of the puzzle and snapping it in and having these little quirks about you suddenly make tons of sense and you being able to use those quirks in a way that just elevates your life and elevates your being. So today I want to talk to you about things that you can do and practices you can try on and adventures you can take to uncovering, detecting, growing, expanding your own spiritual gifts. So when I was thinking about how I wanted to present um, this topic, I was brainstorming and I got the idea of um, immediately what came to mind first was that we have to first learn how to observe and witness what is already inside of us. Um, I was born with my own mediumship gift, but it did not present itself to me as the mediumship gift it is that I use now. And what I mean by that, um, if I go back and look at my journey, um, some of the earliest memories of the gift that I have now showed up for me in childhood and that looked like a sensitivity to spaces and a sensitivity to energy and objects and these feelings that I would get as a child being stirred up by being able to detect this energy and with that came a lot of confusion. Um, I share this story a lot of of going antiquing with my mom um, growing up in Texas. There's lots of antique stores down there and you can find a lot of real treasures. And my mom used to take my sister and I antiquing. And as a kid, I got spooked by a lot of the objects that were there. And now I can understand that as, hey, there's energy that is trapped in a lot of these things. Maybe not trapped, but there's energy that has been um, imbued in a lot of these objects. And as a kid, I was sensitive to it and I wasn't 
sure why any of the adults were talking about it. Um, it was something my sister and I could discuss because she was sensitive too, but it manifested as this confused state as a kid of like, obviously don't buy that table. Why would anyone buy that table? That table is so creepy. Why is it even in the store? And being like confused that it would even be on display. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's as a medium now, um, or as a person now, I would not have thought that that little, um, moment as a child meant something. I think it just meant like as a kid, I was told, I could think of, you know, what an adult would say, like, why are you worried about that? It's a table, it's for sale, it's $100, buy it, shut up, move on. Whereas a kid, I had this whole other perspective on it um, that looking back, I'm like, oh, that's a little like glimmer of what's to come. That's a, a glimmer of what gift I have inside of me. And so as you're looking to uncover your own gifts, I want to offer to you, it might be a little glimmer of something that may not make a lot of sense. And likely it's something like that from early in your life or even recently in your life or somewhere in your life that was shut down and dismissed and you were told it wasn't special. You were told it didn't matter. You were told it was weird. Um, and as you grew up or as you moved forward in your life, it was more beneficial for you to shut that part of you down in order for you to feel accepted in order, you know, your brain's looking at that from a survival place. So I just want to put that little nugget in you as we, as I talk about some practices that you can do to uncover these things, know that it might feel uncomfortable in your body. You might have a memory that triggers you and you may experience panic or anything like that in your body and you don't even know why. I just want to offer to you that that's your brain's way of trying to keep you safe and bring you back to the present moment. Your brain's gonna offer you all sorts of things like we don't do that anymore because X, Y, Z, it's easier for us if we don't. Um, look, we've survived without that gift for so long. Let's not go there. It's mysterious. Let's not touch it. Um, so I just wanna put that out there as we explore. So the first thing I can offer you as you're detecting and growing your gifts is literally to observe and witness what is already inside of you. So as you go through your day, um, this can look something as simple as seeing the table and thinking it has a feeling or thinking it's got memories. I don't know what that looks like for you. And I think that's the really exciting thing here is you get to examine your own quirks and really take a moment to spend time with them. And let's see what else. I, I love that I was brainstorming these. I've got my notes in front of you. So there's different practices that we can try. There's meditation and literally just spending time with yourself, shutting off your conscious thought, letting your unconscious thought come out and not really paying attention to it. And I'd offer letting that go until there's a part of you that knows what's coming through is something to pay attention to. It's almost like having the radio on. Um, I like to joke that our minds and our thoughts are just like shitty AM radio that are broadcasting all the time. And it's up to us to, to dial in and pay attention to what we think is important as it comes through. And so meditation, I think 
has a beautiful um, sister practice known as contemplation. And that's when we're choosing to focus on one of those thoughts or one of those ideas that's coming through. And so when we're exploring our gifts, I think contemplation can be a really beautiful compliment or um, practice when you're meditating, meditating, start, starting with meditation and then diving right into contemplation as soon as your, your brain and your intuition tack on to an idea that's coming through. That made zero sense. Please hit me up on Instagram, threads, Facebook, and I would love to chat more with you about that. What else can we try? We can try a grounding practice. Um, sometimes, like I said, when that AM radio is out of control, a lot of the times we're not grounded in our energy. I just did a podcast episode on this. It's the previous episode from this one on getting a grounding practice. And what that allows us to do is plug into Earth's energy because we are a physical being. We're a spiritual energy in a physical body. And when we can get our physical energy kind of grounded, that's when we can allow for spiritual energy to be able to to run through us in a smoother manner. You can also try it. This is one of my favorite practices and I think it's severely underrated and that is just to fucking space out. Sit on your couch, sit in your chair, sit at your desk and let your brain just freaking space out. There is so much value in boredom. And I think so often we're reaching for our phone and we're looking to social media. We're trying to entertain ourselves. Um, and we don't allow for this negative space in our lives, which is where all the magic happens. I think my best ideas come to me when I'm bored out of my mind, sitting on the couch, feeling sorry for myself. Okay, not always really, but when I'm bored and I allow that canvas to be blank, that's when the colors come to me. That's when the ideas and the thoughts come to me. And it's such a magical time that we don't always give ourselves. And I think in those moments of spacing out and letting all of our weird quirky thoughts come through, that's like hitting a pager in mining. That's so much for you to be able to go back and meditate and contemplate on and just see what your brain is offering you that is pure magic and pure gold. Another practice you can try is journaling. And I talk about automatic writing, free writing. Uh, that's how I give my spiritual readings. I set an intention. I literally shut my brain off and just let my hands start writing. And there's an element of trust in there that I am trusting my intention to come through in a physical form in the form of writing. So when I'm giving spiritual readings, that looks like setting an intention to connect with your guides. And then I have to get out of my way and trust that your guides are going to come through and that that intention is pure enough and powerful enough for it to come through. So you can play with that. Journaling is literally how I developed all of my mediumship abilities as I began cataloging what I was experiencing. I began writing down all of the quirky thoughts I had and I, over years, started to find patterns to them and started to, th I had the audacity to think that there were gifts in there and to go explore those gifts. So I offer, oh, even if journaling doesn't seem like it's for you, oh, it's such a powerful tool. So I just want to throw that one out there. Another practice you can try 
is yoga. So much emotional heavy shit has come up for me during yoga. It's one of my favorite practices, almost in how uncomfortable it can get me feeling emotionally. And the magic that has happened from allowing that discomfort to move through me. So yoga, I think, is a really powerful way to tap into these stored energies in our body and begin encouraging them to flow and move. And so I equate that to if we've got a really powerful gift that was shut down for us in our childhood, perhaps, I want to argue that there's a really big chance that that memory and the energy behind that is stored somewhere in your body. And as we do yoga and we start to feel uncomfortable, I think that means you're on the cusp of allowing that memory to come to the surface. And from there, you can journal on it, you can meditate, you can contemplate why that was such a pivotal and stored moment for you, such a charged moment for you. And I don't want to get discomfort confused with pain please do not enter a pose that is painful and be like well hillary said to stay here and then you injure yourself be smart about this use your brain i know you guys are all discerning adults so and along with yoga is this idea of moving meditation um sometimes i don't know if this happens to anyone else but i literally get the urge to get up and move and i'm always like stretching or twisting or rotating in public my hips want to move my arms want to move and for me it represents this like somatic practice of being able to move energy through my body and getting to move my emotions and sometimes as a spiritual medium i'm getting a lot of um energy that comes to me and I will get thoughts of other people and I'll get other the energy of other spirits and there's times where I mistake it for my own and I'll start holding on to it in my body and so when I get the urge to move I know that that's an opportunity for me to express energy that's not me that's not mine is not serving me and I can allow it to move through my body and so all of these things sound pretty quirky right and I want to argue that there's quirks that are going on behind the scenes for your gifts and allowing yourself to get weird with it. Having a little bit of audacity to think that it means something and think that there's value in this weirdness that is inside of you really is the cornerstone of developing your own spiritual gifts. There is so much magic and the weird things that you're thinking and wanting to express um, but you're a good girl and you don't do these things or you've allowed society to really um, hammer into you that weirdness is not okay, weirdness will get you kicked out of the quote-unquote biblical tribe that you belong to and will lead to danger but I want to argue that society while those things may have been present and perhaps 100, 200 years ago, you would have been killed for those things. We live in a very different world now that really has grown and has space for these weird gifts to uh, manifest and express themselves. And I think there's a lot of opportunity here for you to develop the magic that is inside of you and get to share that with the world. If I had never taken the time to journal 
all of the weird emotions I had, the weird thoughts that were in my head, if I never allowed myself to space out, if I never went and had a grounding practice, I never connected with the tree in my backyard that I felt called to connect with, I would argue that I wouldn't have the version of the gifts that I have today. I would not be able to give readings. I would not share this gift with anybody. And the dozens, um, I think I may be up to a hundred clients that I've been able to share this with, would have never had those messages. And so I just wanna share that with you and inspire you and light a fire under your ass um, that your gifts have so much value and meaning. They may be lost in the tangle of society pushing them down and they may just be repressed and sitting under the surface. And it's really, you're really the only the person that can tap into those gifts and can get weird with it, can space out, can meditate on them, can journal on them, can sculpt with them, can do art with them, can do whatever it is they are calling you to do to come out of you and be expressed in the world and get shared with everybody. I wanna offer to you um, one more analogy or imagery for exploring your gifts. Um, perhaps you've never journaled before and the idea of that is like exciting but also a little bit weird and you're you don't even know where to start um, recently I've started metal smithing in my artistic expression of my gifts which is gemstone jewelry making and I've recently have learned how to start cutting and piercing metal to shape it into um, a pendant or something that I can use with gemstones and when I looked at starting that practice, I was honestly a little bit scared. There was part of me that was excited to try it and another half of me that was like, what the hell am I getting myself into? It's messy. I had to buy metals. I am, you know, it's, it, the expenses part of that was scary. Um, so when I started cutting metal, my very first pendant, I kid you not, it took me hours to cut this thing out and it took me like 45 minutes to cut a square, which sounds insane because I just did one the other day and I literally got the whole thing done in an hour. Um, it was messy. I put my saw frame through the metal and I'm getting copper shavings everywhere. I'm covered in copper dust. I have dogs that I'm very concerned about them inhaling, stepping in, interacting with this dust. So I'm like, I'm making this mess. My arm is cramping, my hand's cramping. I don't know what I'm doing. The metal's going everywhere. Um, it was about as fun as slapping myself with something, I don't know, inflicting pain on myself. I was thinking like, what the hell am I doing? Um, this is messy, scary. I don't even think the end result is worth it. Um, but as I tried my next pendant, I got something that was shaped a little bit better. My hand cramped a little bit less. My muscles got a little stronger. Um, I got better at cleaning things up. I got a better system for capturing the metal shavings and keeping them away from my dogs. Um, and I just, like I said, I just did a pendant, my fourth pendant yesterday, and it started to be fun. I started to hold the saw in ways that I didn't think were possible. I'm starting to see shapes in ways that I couldn't see them before. And I'm already starting to see the fruits of that messy, chaotic, early part of the labor. And so 
I offer that to you for if one of these practices seems particularly scary um, or triggers you in a way where you're like, fuck that, I'll never journal, Hillary's crazy. I offer to you, that's the one that you probably could start with and has the most to offer you as you work through that frustration, frustration and you work through those emotions. That's the one that's gonna be the most rewarding to you. So I offer all that to you. I know there's magic inside of you. If you're ever looking for help as you uncover your gifts, I do offer spiritual mentoring and a safe container for you to be in as you're exploring. But you don't need me. You literally don't need anyone else. You just need a willingness to sit with yourself in your discomfort and to explore all of these amazing things inside of you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. You've got my handles. I recently joined Threads. I'm really excited to dive in on that platform and chat with people. Let's talk. Thank you everyone for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Hillary Jean podcast. If you're looking for more adventure, head on over to hillary-jean.com to connect with my latest body of work. I offer spiritual readings, spiritual mentorships, and if you're looking for a little jewelry to wear, you can go to craftedwithlightmt.com. You can follow me on Instagram at hillaryjean underscore spiritual medium. And I'll see you around for the next episode.